Cuttlefish, episode three. We're coming to you. We gotta rap real quick. But, you know, another two episodes, a little up tempo. We're gonna slow things down. We're trying to let's get back to our get back to our thoughts in peaceful places. I know everybody had a long week out there. Now let's just try and relax. Right now, we coming to the end of the school semester. Things are a little high strung, but we're gonna we gonna somber it out. We're gonna cool it down. In other words. We gotta chill a little bit. So we're gonna start it off with some smooth John Coltrane. Just a minute of that. Can you feel it? Do you hear it? Cuttlefish, tell your friends. CXF. You heard it here first, folks. Alright, Cuttlefish, you're coming to you today with a couple topics. First one on the menu is the teacher-student dynamic. Let's talk about class. Let's talk about just the whole the whole environment. What's it like to be a student these days? And then you see, we grew up in a very if we grew up in a very awkward time because the time for the student-teacher dynamic has changed. Like from when your parents were in school to when we're in school, because we. That's when, like, when we started school, that's when, like, all this technology and all this stuff trying to start getting, like, more integrated and, like, more up-tempo and Facts. stuff like that. So there's even a generation gap between you and your parents when discussing school, let alone the generation gap between your professor and you. You think about it, you're all like, this dude's an old head, no offense. I mean, but you're getting into your years. I'm over here. I'm just trying to, I'm a student. I'm still figuring things out. But it's hard to, it's hard to have it's hard to maintain peace when it's hard you're to both... be on equal footing when there's so much exactly. chaos and strife in the middle of the relationship we live in a world where teachers is for lack of better words fornicating with the students and the students is shooting at the teachers it's wild times and with that it's expressed in day-to-day class environments the kids is anxious and the teachers are more stressed than usual and underpaid, but they chose that profession, so take it up with your local congressman. Exactly. Do not, I do not want to hear no teacher ever mention that I'm underpaid. If you want, if you want to say that, that's, that, this goes with a lot of things. Like, people can learn a lot from, not to say that teachers are an in particular example, but there's lots of issues. You can't, just don't sit here and complain, especially don't sit here and complain to children. You chose your job. You put your suit on, you put your pants on, you put your shoes on, and then you walked out the door. You chose to sit down here. Now, for better or not, that's your job. Now, you come to your job, you ain't just gonna sit there and fuck it all up. Facts. Like, you can't just sit here and be... You're paid to teach. You're paid to teach, and you're paid to teach well. The whole point of teaching, you can't be 50-50. You can't just... And you can't be in it for the money. If you're teaching for the money, you pick you're in the, the wrong, wrong profession. profession. You're teaching to give back. This even goes back to tribal times. I'm pretty sure all the children gathered around some type of figure and then learned how to, some certain skill. It's a selfless profession. You can't be selfish. You're a, you have a role. You're a role at this point. You're not... You're our, you do have a position... You're in society, but you have a role to play. And you shouldn't look at it as just another job. That's different. It can't be a burden to you. If it's a burden to you, then just people would have more respect for you if you just walked away. McDonald's is another job. If I catch a fast food employee pissed about how much they get paid, 
I get it. It's a job. They can go find something new if they smart enough, if they got the credentials, whatnot. But as a teacher, you signed up. You knew what it was when you signed up, as Rich the Kid would say. Exactly. So that being said, we move on. Technology in class and whatnot. Etiquette, more or less. Etiquette. I understand that students, people tend to get rowdy. But still, you come to a classroom, you're coming there to learn and to get stuff done. You can talk, but if you're disrupting others, it, if you it's, can a, talk, it's dangerous. Exactly. It's a very dangerous thing. Some people are very temperamental. You can't be over here just pissing people off out here having your conversations. You never know who you're in class with. You never do. You never know what somebody capable of. Especially in... That even speaks more of the time. That's that go for everyday life. You don't even know who you're riding the bus with. You don't know who's on the side of you when you're in traffic. You don't know who you just flicked off on the side of the road. You got to talk to people like they might just... Pop off. At any moment. Pull out that goddammit and let you have it. You don't want it. Yeah. So let's all... We all know we come here... We all come... Well... High school and all that, that's a different thing, but still, you should treat that with seriousness because those are, you're still gaining some sort of knowledge that can be used, applied in various ways. High school test. It's so you get your your skills out the way and you know pretty much more or less what to do when you're in college. If you didn't know how to cheat in high school, chances are you didn't know how to cheat in college. If you didn't know how to study in high school, chances are you're not going to be the greatest studier in college. Prepare yourself beforehand if any high schoolers are listening. That being said, when you come to the college environment, it's something different. It's more of a prof- it's professional. Understand, people are paying to be here. You're not just wasting your time. If you're you, wasting other people's money. You talking? If I, I'll use myself as an example. If I'm in a math class, this happens many times. If people are talking to the point where the teacher can't control the class, and I'm being, I'm feeling I'm being disrupted and I can't learn, I'm gonna tell you to be quiet, and I'm only gonna tell you nicely once. Chances are that's usually enough because who wants to really have an issue in fucking math? But it can always go there. I've always wanted somebody to be like, nigga, you shut up. Oh, you don't have to see me outside, playboy. But this is a calm Tuesday. We're not going to get into that. Calm Wednesday. It's Wednesday? Yeah. Oh, CXF, we forget the date sometimes. We work so hard to bring this content to you. I don't even know what day it is. But what I know, what I do know is, it's on Apple Podcast streams right now. Type in C U T T L X F I S H. One more time, C U T T L E X F I C H podcast. S H. Sprinkle in the promo. Yeah, I ain't even promoted on IG yet. We'll get there. We'll get there. But anyway, we bring you the content first. Continue. Continue. And shit, we haven't done intros. It's your boy, Ramad. Oh, and Deji. We letting, we letting Deji steer this episode. If you if yeah. you listen to episode two, I was a little... He was heated, so we need to... Off the rails, as some would say. I'm throwing some ice in this cup of tea. Don't so. think I ain't going to talk about Kanye some of this episode. It's coming near the end. All right, back to, back to, back to the classroom environment, etiquette and whatnot. Correct. So... Not talking it would be appreciated. It's always appreciated. You have a question, please raise your hand. Another thing is, you have a question, it better not be right after what the teacher just said. Because then, what's the purpose? No one likes backtracking. When you're in, when as soon as the flow is established and it's going, 
you can come in and answer you can ask questions that have legitimate purpose but you also have to measure the temperature of the room and you gotta ask yourself before you ask the teacher exactly teacher just said two plus two equal four you didn't hear him don't raise your hand and ask what's two plus two try I'm it pretty sure you may not have this is when this is when another process this is when another part of the learning process comes into play you could also look down at your notes give it a quick read quick gander and then if you still can't figure out then you can ask the teacher but you have to you have to space out the time. If you don't space out any time, then you're stepping on the toes of the other students. Facts. If you're in a class that you feel confident in and it's not really a threat you passing or not, you might not have to take notes. You might not have to pay attention as hard. But still you don't want to be a distraction to somebody who may feel like this class is gonna make or break their fucking career. College career that is. So keep that in mind. Yeah. This this be courteous. Another thing, we already discussed the teacher angle, but another part of that is professors need to learn just to have a little bit of respect when you're talking to other students. Compassion, empathy. Like, you can't... Alright, say a, a student doesn't do their homework. Yeah, that's a bad thing. I mean, but do you really need to call them... A, call them out on attention like do you need to call attention to that specific manner you don't gotta bust them out in front of the whole class you never need to bust them out you don't even need to bust them out in general because if you want to think about it when the professor comes and we already taken a test all right maybe one day would be very fast that'd be very quick very fast but two days maybe a whole week has gone by because you know sometimes it's just two days a week and then the test still isn't back and you're wondering what the heck this dude do with the test? I had this happen today. I ain't gonna name a class I'm in or whatnot. The female student asked the teacher. Teacher. She ain't she ain't asked right. Yeah, she kinda came out a little foul in my opinion. There's a lot going on in that math class. But anyway, she asked, What's taking so long with the test? You got them last week? Is there a problem with them? Did we do bad or something? Why are you going so slow? End quote. That's more or less what she said. Teacher immediately looked at me, because we got beef in that class, so he likes to see my reaction apparently. I gave him the the grimace face on the emoji with the teeth biting down on the jaws like ugh disgusted with how that question was asked wanna know what he said to the teeth the student <clears throat> I haven't got around to it there's a lot of them left it at that the coldest answer I ever heard for why ain't you grade the test there's too many of them bitch that being said that also comes into another role of the professor job requirement people students do take tests that's just what society deems as a way to measure knowledge. I don't know why. It's have no really idea, effective. but statistics show. Who knows? Tests ain't really that effective. Well, this is this is the game we play in our society. Facts. Anyway, I need the grade. The test is done. You grade the test. It's as simple as that. And now you not grading the test shows me you ain't with it. You're not doing your job. So when you ask me, did I do my homework? And then when I ask you, did you grade the test? There's correlation there. So now both sides could either be messing up, both sides could be at fault, or everyone could just be on their shit. So let's let's always think about that. Professors and students. Alright. And quick break, quick intermission. Yeah. Well CXF, you're listening to the Cuttlefish Podcast. We'll be back in a moment.
CXF Cuttlefish Podcast. We back. Yeah. Bringing it to you live and direct. Nice brief intermission. Got the energy back up. Ready to get it in. We're in this world doing nothing. DJ. Cut it. All right. We just talked about etiquette, school dynamics, teacher, student, et cetera, et cetera. Whole classroom environment. Now we want to get into where you spend the rest of your day if you ain't in school if you're doing the student work grind work politics yeah work politics there's lots of you got you can't step on toes in there the shit you deal with working with complete strangers exactly trying to get along and the stuff you come across whether you're in the restaurant business some warehouse fucking doing independent contract work such as doordash lyft or you sitting behind some desk somewhere just Doing your, you would think in a cubicle job there wouldn't be any politics, but I've done it all, people. And there's politics everywhere you go. Everywhere. I want to get in what's most recent these damn warehouses. To be specific, Amazon. Feel like these damn warehouse jobs was the closest thing to a sweatshop that they can legally do. Of course. They're trying to make their profits. They're trying to maximize output. They're trying to maximize breaking your back. Clearly, they're going to take it out of your ass. But depending on what job you get, they may cut you a nice chunk of change. But it's just to attract it's just to attract workers. Chunk of change only feels good for so long. You're working 12-hour shifts five days in a row. Week straight. Spend more time in the damn warehouse than doing your own home. I lasted a month, people. I'm talking about... Amazon SMF1 factory over here in Sacramento, California. Was well, this breaking the NDA? I don't think I signed that shit like that. I'll talk about it. <laughs> they own you. Like white mm-hmm. on rice. Literally on your neck. Either standing on the banister right above you, looking down. Like a damn overseer in a plantation hollering out, <laughs> Power hour! That mean, that's just them cracking the whip. I mean, get to work. And I know some of the fucking listeners have heard them words. I know. I, I've seen I see y'all in there. There's thousands of people. All the sounds tried to get that job. So many people spread out. And, you know, you, you gain some type of, you gain some, you lose a little glitter in your eye when, you, when you work that yeah, I think job. think that glitter is your dignity. And you can, and you look at other people and you see the same lackluster in their eyes. I'm happy I'm not in a desperate situation where that's the only way I'll get some income. Working a 6 to 6 does something to you. Either way, a.m., p.m., waking up that early and working for that long. Or waking up late and staying up till Crack it down. Now, don't call it graveyard shit for no reason. Shit's killing you, folks. <laughs> like I said in episode one or two, some people go to work to work, others go to work to get paid. I was in the back of that warehouse killing as much time as I possibly could. <laughs> Sitting down on boxes. Watching people work, like man, I pity the fool. So I wasn't gonna break, break my, I wasn't gonna break my back in there all day. Oh no, that was never the goal. The goal do at least my work, collect hours. I get paid off checks and hours. I don't get paid off productivity. Yeah, it ain't into shit. My salary ain't involved. Yeah, so that's what you the best you gonna get. But even even working in a place like Amazon or a place like. A factory or a warehouse, you still gotta wear the monkey suit. I think you gotta wear the monkey suit in work in general. 
But elaborate, please. Yeah, let's elaborate. What is the monkey suit? Oh, know? yeah. Let's let people know. The monkey suit is your uniform. Your monkey suit is the smile you wear on your face. The monkey suit is you saying good morning when it's not a good morning. People walking around, they don't say nothing to you all day. Except, good morning. Or, pick it up. Or, that's it. What took you so long? I almost snapped on somebody asked me what took me so long to get to the bathroom. So first of all, there's 20 people in that motherfucker. There was a line. Just to take a damn piss. Yeah, they, they knew better. I walking into that place, you could see the transformation on my face. It would go from cracked smile to displaced frown. From what I heard, they have started damn near putting wristbands on employees so they know how long you're in the bathroom, where you are in the factory. So now, to go along with your monkey suit, you got yourself a nice collar. Nice collar with a nice damn near geotag in that <laughs> bitch. I'm surprised if you... Shit, I'm not surprised. You can't have Snapchat in the warehouse. Oh, no. They'd be damned if they let you use your phones in there. Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute. Let's talk about how it takes 10 minutes to walk from where you put your phone, which is in a locker that they lock up under lock and key with security guards, the whole nine, making sure you ain't, I guess, taking pictures of property, Products, espionage codes, work, whatever. stealing, whatever. All I know is it took too damn long for me to walk from A to B. <laughs> and then on a 15-minute break, they'll be like, what took you so long? I'm like, shit, I guess this 15 don't account for the time it takes me to walk from here to there. Oh, they tell you. They're all like, you have to include that with your break. So that's not really 15. They call OSHA because that feels like anti-labor laws. Like 10. Shoot, really need to call OSHA. Working in a warehouse with over 40 employees. They, they got one restaurant. What the shit is that? One for the men, one for the girls. 40 people in that bar. <laughs> I ain't going to bust out names because I got love for that warehouse to a degree right now on personal issues and familial ties I can't I can't spill the beans just yet let's pull this back let's pull this back let's get back let's let's get back to the monkey suit and how it's used how do you feel about the monkey suit how I feel about the monkey suit alright first of all I'm one of those people you give me a certain amount of freedom work will get done regardless you ain't gotta worry about that (laughs) but no (laughs) excuse me now, you want me out here to participate in these reindeer games. You got me out here playing with Donner and Blitzen. And I don't really want to do that shit. Some of us just come to work to work. But yet, that isn't respected. You're seen like the bad guy. Because you don't want to get involved in this little office party or this little... Yeah, you don't want to go to the luncheon. You don't want to participate in the Christmas. They'll ask you, are we having a Christmas party? How you know I don't celebrate Kwanzaa? Exactly. I could be a, a Jew. <laughs> Shalom for my Jewish people watching. I could be, oh, be Muslim. I could not celebrate at all. The point is, I don't like people pushing all these damn holidays down your throat. I don't like push, people pushing holidays and or just crazy agendas. Because you have to think about, we're working with strangers. You work with strangers and you come together at certain events or you just being by them in general. You're gonna get, You're going to be placed in contact with a lot of foreign material. And this foreign material don't necessarily touch you all the time. So now, I have to deal with these unfamiliar burdens, all these unfamiliar voices, in 
the workplace. Facts. And I guess I, I don't want to hate. I'm it. not. We're not. I'm not hating on them. I'm not saying that it's necessarily a bad thing because apparently some people do. Some need people this. love it. Some people get very enthralled into their workplace relationships. I respect you for your generality towards this. Some people can work for the same company ten plus years and move up. At minor gradual levels, I'm not one of them. Some people like to dance. I just, I guess I ain't one of them. Dance and sing. Now, not to say if the money ain't right, we can't get it popping. Because when the. That goes into another issue morality. Lots of people lack the morality in these workplaces. You come across somebody, they're willing to. They'll step on you. Oh, yeah, they'll sell you out in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. But. I guess that just comes with the territory. But is what this, it is. Is, this is all about perspective, right? We're all trying to link back to perspective. Let's all think. There's always these positions and people out there that like to, if given the chance, they would throw someone under the bus. Let's all, let's all agree that we're human. It's human nature to watch out for yourself. It is human nature to watch out for ourselves. But we're trying to, you see, humanity has been on that path for such a long look time. Look where it's gotten us. Is it even worth it? Cuttlefish, our idea is we trying to we trying to spread love and awareness and community. We're trying to spread love, awareness, and free thought. To an extent, we're just trying to let's let's just change. Let's just let's just try it the other way. Let's just try and take the path on the less. Be the change you want to see in the world. Shout out to Gandhi, even though he slept with young girls and did not like black people. Let's just get that out the way. Gandhi said a lot of fucked up shit about blacks, and I don't just look past it, even though he was a peaceful protester lots of these peaceful protesters and people they have in a book aren't necessarily ones you want to model yourself after on a personal level yeah and i don't want to go off on a tangent but i am not down with the whole peaceful protesting thing i can't i can't protest peacefully. oh i don't believe that there is such a thing as peaceful protest someone's gonna get hurt there's peaceful compliance there is peaceful compliance and we'll, <laughs> we'll get back to that because oh, i could do a whole segment there's a whole lot of us out here we're claiming people out here joining these groups. All these, oh. Out here picketing these uh, events and stuff like this. That's all well and good. I understand your intentions. But when it comes down at, to it, is you going to stand on it? Exactly. When it's your life versus what you believe, where are you going to go? Is you going to jump off the boat? Or is you going to wear the shackles? That's another thing. Shout out to Killmonger if you caught the reference. <laughs> it's another thing. We have to, our goal should be to surpass what we claim as human nature. What I believe is human nature is to evolve. What I believe is human nature is to build a certain amount of unity where, like, you sturdy. Goal, exactly. Our, Solid. Every, sturdy. As a rock. And. Nobody should be sacrificed. Nobody should be thrown under the bus. Like, no one. We need to get rid of that thinking because that's not productive. You're just gonna as soon as someone surpasses you, they're gonna throw you right under the bus. Be sacrificing each other like that. This ain't Avengers. Yeah. Shout out to Thanos. He went hard as hell. He pretty much wins. Thank you. Thank you. That wasn't even much of a spoiler. You, you read the comments. You should know better. But uh, we're not gonna stay on this topic too long because, like I said, me personally in my life, I've been seeing a lot. On this whole yay situation, Kanye West. And Are you I'm just going to link it together? Yeah, I'm going to just link it together. Fuck right. it. That usually be, we, will be when we take a break. So I'm going to just segue into 
All right, folks, we'll be right back. CXF Cuttlefish Podcast. Google a cuttlefish. You could get some interesting facts. We're going to do an episode just explaining what cuttlefish really means. Probably five or seven. We haven't thought of it yet. Stay tuned, folks. Quick intermission. Cuttlefish Podcast, episode three. We're entering the final phase, people. Y'all ready to get offended? Y'all roll with the punches. Because we ain't pulling them. That's not what we made this for. It's your host, Ramad. And Deji, we're here to stomp on convention. We're here to move beyond. This is free thought plus ultra. Perspective. It's all about perspective. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, all that. You can look me up too, but I don't know if I got the energy to sit there and argue with you. You got to come at me with some some impressive thoughts. Impressive thoughts. That's all we got. Don't put no retweets on my post. Yeah, man. All original. All original. Free thought. You better be credible. Entertain fools, join the circus, CXF, episode two, DJ, cut that shit. All right, all right, all right. Episode two, we talked about yay. Episode three, we gonna end with yay. Yeah. Currently, the thing that I keep seeing that got all your panties in a bunch, everybody in the uproar is... Oh, that recent TMZ interview. First of all, TMZ damn near the devil. Let's get that out the way. TMZ... And we all know this. ...thrives and breathes off of the downfall of anybody that's not them. How many people that you follow on a very close level, whether it be music, movies, any type of art, how many times has TMZ bashed them? All they do is break bad news, follow people, take pictures. And and I swear, people are so fickle. I used to hear the argument, oh, if you're going to check someone of the community, do it behind doors. Don't sell them out to, cut to TMZ. What is that? But, but I guess that don't apply when it comes to yeah. Yeah. I guess we can just bash another black man for having his own personal opinion, his own free thought, his own political ideas. Why, yes, he is saying, in a sense, some of it is wild. Some of it is unfamiliar. It's provocative. It gets the people going. They don't even know what that means. (laughs) Nobody knows what it means. Of course, of course. But he may be saying a lot of things you don't agree with. But whenever there's a dispute... Do you ever just... Do you just start going to name-calling? Do you ever just call that person a fucking idiot to their face? I want to know how many arguments you've had and you've called somebody a fucking little bitch to their face after voicing their opinion. Coon, Uncle Tom, all these hurtful-ass derogatory names. Nigga, calling somebody Uncle Tom is perpetuating a black stereotype to begin with. You ain't no worse than the crackers calling niggas niggers. No worse. And I'm saying this to even the minorities. I don't like seeing minorities call other minority Uncle Tom. And I'm seeing a lot of... Uh, we got to pull it back. We got yeah, to bring, I bring it back to focus. I, I See, I stop myself before I get to hateful. Yeah. Because I ain't going to be a hypocrite on this bitch. When you think about it, there's always a reason to be hateful, but there's even more reason to be pleasant. There's even more reason to lead with love, compassion, and empathy. Exactly. So, Daisy, ask me what, what kind of recently said got all these people upset. Oh, yeah. What did he say that threw all these people in front of him? So, from what I saw on TMZ... He was having a casual conversation, and of course, slavery came up. Allegedly, slavery lasted, quote-unquote, 400 years, so they say. And Ye's response was, in a joking manner, in a non-malicious intent, he said, 400 years? 400 years? That sounds like a choice, end quote. 
What's so wrong with that? Is was it not a choice? Now, when I say this, I'm not talking about the act of slavery. I'm not talking about yeah, all the countries never... who fucking sailed ships and kidnapped people and made them work for free. That's deplorable. Ain't got no real option when it comes to kidnapping. I don't even see the point of me having to explain my views on slavery. Who who cares for that shit? Who enjoys slavery? Who's really going to defend slavery? But that's not what the man said. And he's getting taken out of context. He said, 400 years? That sounds like a choice. Now, I'm going to jump to a story. There's a story called Igbo Landing. It's about a group of Africans from the Igbo tribe who were, quote-unquote, slaves, took control of the slave ship, slaughtered all the sailors, and decided... Impressive feat. That instead of trying to sail back to Africa, because chances are you'll just get caught and re-enslaved, they would all sink the ship together and drown. This comes from the story, I recently heard it, in Black Panther, when Killmonger, Eric B. Jordan said at the end of the movie, bury me in the ocean with my ancestors, for they knew it was better to die than live in chains, end quote. Now, does that not sound like a choice? Mm. But y'all wasn't in an uproar about Michael B. Jordan making B. Jordan. reference to this in the movie. When I heard it in Black Panther, same niggas who was crucifying, yeah, he was damn near clapping. Which side y'all on? You got to stop letting things get taken out of context. Stop looking at the memes that is doing cross clips and fucking funny songs. Like, of course, that makes anybody look bad. I mean, yeah, it's good for a chuckle here and there. But even then, you got to grow up. But when y'all is coming out to straight, damn near kill the character of somebody who's done this much for the culture, this much for the music game. This man has put out countless albums that people still slap on daily Y'all still going to buy his shoes. Y'all still going to follow his wife. Niggas be like, oh, Kim Kardashian, Biggs, Ho, this and that. Y'all still follow her on IG. Y'all still keep up with him on their show. I don't even watch cable. But I know the show still got 25 seasons to go. 25 is going on till they die, until their grandchildren die. So I'm real sick of the hypocritical. Y'all people viewpoints. throw money at him, and yet y'all willing to say this type of shit. Like, are you a fan or not? Like, exactly. Like Kendra said on Mortal Man, when shit hit the fan, is you really a fan? Let them know. I'm, I ain't even trying to be on this for too long, people, because honestly, it's been frustrating me. And I keep seeing a lot of people come at me personally and want to hear my views. So if you want to hear my views on it more, Continue watching CXF Cuttlefish Podcast because I'm sure Ye is going to continue saying provocative things until all the albums drop. And y'all feeding into it. TMZ going to continue smearing hundreds of people's character per hour. And they make a living off of it. And people look at this. People literally turn the channel to TMZ and see what's going on. And I swear to God, if Ye committed suicide today, I would see the same people talking about RP. Same people listen to College Dropout, all his music would chart, et cetera, et cetera. Ye is talking about mental illness, health problems, depression, and everybody want to make the shit a joke. Dude talking about, oh, I was doped out, I had to get liposuction, this, that, and the third, and it's a fucking game to people. But let it happen to one of your loved ones, you're going to be fucking story. crying. Like, have some empathy, people. Y'all make it seem like dude ain't human. Yes, he made the song I Am A God, but he was saying that for himself. Y'all idolize him to the point where now when he says something that you don't agree with, you feel like it's in a personal attack. That's what I'm starting to realize. 
I look at dude as human. I look at dude as something I may say will get people offended same way something he may say may get people offended. But that don't stop him from having the right to say it, and nor does it to you. Anybody who tries to argue with me on my Facebook, Instagram, this, that, and the third, I'm going to treat you the same way I would like to be treated in a respectful conversation. Now, if you want to take it to some higher, potentially more dangerous level than that, do that too. All right, let's douse down Ramad real quick. Sorry. Him with a fire extinguisher because he's too hot right now. Anyway, let me let me throw my side of this. Clearly, he is saying some stuff. I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. I mean, he is who he is, and he claims to be building this wall and all this stuff. Like, there's lots of there's lots of things he's trying to put in order. One, I'm not a fan of it because anyone who falls for the rhetoric of any type of these people, I mean, that I just don't think of you that highly. Now, Kanye West being said, I don't agree with him on his Trump views. That's one thing, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be out here. I don't even have the time to keep one. I don't have the time to just make these comments, make these gifs, make all these memes and stuff, and just discredit his character. Cause I listen to his music. I listen to all the albums. I have to have them in rotation because they have just so much content. Facts. To them. He made songs that I could say changed the dynamic of people's lives. There's lots of these artists I don't agree with, yet uh I still listen with. I mean, Ramad the other day, he tried to play me some Takashi 6ix9ine. Takashi 6ix9ine go full blown. And I'm not a fan. I don't like his appearance. Scum gang. I don't like his appearance. Treyway. And I don't like the image he's promoting. But it's, I mean, I struggle with this. I'm going to have to eventually go beyond this and give his music a gander. I'll give it a, maybe it'll have some type of, it may have some type of use for me. I'm saying you're in the gym, turn on, turn on Gotti. Something like that. Cool. But also, that also comes into play of how people look at rap and they classify it just as guns, ganging, shooting, whatever. Drugs. Drug, drugs is like, especially shit, popular. Yeah, you say, would it be better if he was singing about selling crack or fucking your bitch or wearing all this Gucci because I'm so rich? Like, we listen to the same shit. People have been saying the same thing for what it seems like years now. No progression. But when it's free thought, even outside the realm of music, I'm seeing everybody come out the woodwork. I'm seeing people who didn't say shit about Flint having no water that's clean enough to drink. I'm here. I'm seeing people who didn't say shit about Rack. Niggas getting popped every day. I ain't see shit about Syria. Children being bombed in Aleppo. Eastern Gouda. Y'all, y'all not as woke as you really fucking think you are to keep no, it a hundred. And no, that's not me pointing a finger because we all could learn more. We could all always seek more information. But when you get lost in the sauce and I see everybody tweeting about the same shit on my timeline, I'm like, this is a distraction. It I is. know there's more important shit than what Kanye thinks going on. Exactly. Did y'all know that North Korea and South Korea just formed an alliance? The Korean War has ended? And niggas is talking about fucking Kanye West? The world, the whole world orders changing out there, but yet we're focused on this one man who's projecting nothing but love and compassion, empathy. Compassion. He's bringing the fucking, he's bringing the soul back to community, man. Like, this is what people need to be thinking about. And also, put that on the board. Like, people out here protesting, I see them protest. I'm not gonna hate. I don't hate on them for what they're doing and whatnot. 
But we have to think about it. Usually when there's change, I'm going to say this. Y'all can take it however you want, but I'm, this way I'm about Stand to say on it is going to be how it is. Whenever there's great change, there must... There's usually lots of violence. I'm not saying that we have to sacrifice people. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that you, when the black, when black people, like quote unquote, gain their rights, like people are out there getting hurt, people out there getting hosed down, attacked by dogs and whatnot. Like you need to take action. I'm not saying that you have to be out here just standing and like you know. I'm not telling you to turn yourself into a target. But hey, if you're gonna protest, you better be with it. What's the agenda? What, what are we protest? Like, what's the goal? When they, has, when they had the Montgomery bus boycotts, it was, we going to stop riding the bus until Jim Crow was abolished. Jim Crow was abolished. They started riding buses again. A to B. Now, people marching for this, marching for that. We got one movement over here, BLM. We got another movement over here. By dividing yourself, you are taking away the power of the whole movement. And then again, it comes down to the point is, what y'all willing to sacrifice? Exactly. There's things that, if it happened, I already know I'm going to die. Because I got to react in a way that's going to lead for me to get killed. If a cop shoot my brother 15 times in the back and he unarmed in my backyard, I'm going to die about it. Ain't no other way to say it. I ain't going to march about it. I'm going to lock and load, walk out, and get what they would call revenge, what I would call justice. This episode is already going on for too long, and I don't want to end it on such a bloody note. So we're going to keep going. Yeah, so... CXF, Cuttlefish Podcast, that's who you listen to. We'll be back. CXF, tried to keep it calm in the beginning, but you you got us riled up, folks. I know, I mean, like, it's just the art of the subject. I mean, it brings out the most in people. But regardless, we love you. We don't hate. We do love you, we know you can do better. We know you can do better. So let's let's just try and let's just vibe out. Vibe out. Chill. Again, you can find me at Ramad Perry on Instagram. I'ma stand on it. I ain't really hiding from nothing I say. Ramad Perry on IG, Facebook, all that. Until I have to go private and change my name because I'm getting too many death threats and shit. But I'm prepared for it. Yeah. I mean, keep the rounds ready, baby. In more ways than one. It's going to be a lovely day regardless. I do not promote violence. All we promote is love. Cuttlefish Podcast. Host, Deji, Ramad. We do this for you, people. Now we going to get on out of here. Yeah, we got to take a break here. Go home and cook up some dinner. Episode 3 is wrapping to a close. Again, Episode 4, coming soon. Thanks for watching. Tell somebody about it. If you got angry, shit. Good. Y'all, y'all write a paragraph on Facebook. Y'all good at that. Make a, make a meme. Don't make a meme. Make, that was sarcasm. Original thought. Original thought. Well, if it's an original theme, meme. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I guess that was a way. Yep, you're right. But that's it, folks. CXF episode three to a close. Thanks for listening. Peace out.